interesting thing has been happening lately when it comes to the money and of course how it affects mortgage rates as you may or may not know regardless of what the fed does there's a good chance that the mortgage rates will continue to go up and we're already seeing that we are anywhere between high three percent and low four percent and could it get higher well let's discover in this episode We use money daily and we fail to understand the basics of the asset. To refuse to inform yourself is to subscribe to financial tyranny perpetrated not by banks, corporations, government, or technology, but by those of us who use it yet fail to understand it. It is then that we agree to the terms and unknowingly turn our assets into liabilities, allowing our possessions to possess us. But it is time to change. Welcome to Money Geeks. Whether the Fed raises interest rates or not is pretty much irrelevant these days because something very interesting is happening with the bonds. A 10-year bond yield has been going up and slowly but surely approaching 2%. This, as you may know, affects mortgage rates. So let's take a look at the impact that this is having for everybody who is thinking about real estate, investing, buying, selling, and what, what can we expect to see happen. So here is the interest rate bond yield, and you can see it's been going up and it's sitting currently at 1.916. This has been going up substantially, and uh, let's see if we can get the chart. So here is the chart that we are going to take a look at, and as you can see, it has been going up actually quite substantially over the last few months we did hit a bit of a low a few months back in december and since that it has been going steadily up now contrasting that to what's been happening with the stonks you can see that there is some benefit to it but before you get too excited about getting into bonds one thing to note is that our inflation or the silent tax on all of our wealth is uh, well over seven percent so and of course we're speaking for united states here so you know getting two percent for seven percent means that you're losing five percent every single year now the reason i was sharing with you what the bonds are doing is because it has something very interesting that is happening with mortgages as you might be aware mortgage rates actually tend, depend and follow the 10-year yield for bonds and so of course now we have cnbc creating the news flash alert mortgage rates hit 3.85 percent highest since october of 2019. now in the last video i have actually shared with you that i've already seen well over four percent in certain areas and that is going to continue to rise here is what Zillow is showing us as far as the mortgage rate trends. And you can see that it has been since November cl steadily climbing up. The green line over here you're looking at is uh, the 30-year yield. The 15-year year is the, the dark bluish navy whatever and it's kind of going up and then you can see that the five-year arm is sort of sideways so yes you can still get relatively speaking lower rates however one of the pieces to note is that they are going up long gone are the below two percent interest rates and i don't think we're going to see that quite yet we have another report coming in that is from CoreLogic and it's basically talking about home price appreciation 
cooling in 2022 and i absolutely agree with it now one of the pieces that they are forecasting is that the price gains will slow to 3.5% by December of 2022. This is actually not bad. This is very typical for real estate and 3.5% appreciation is roughly average. It's about 3 to 5% on a typical year. What we've seen in the last few years, it's a bit on the crazy end of things and it's not really normal. So the cooling down makes sense. And when we look at the mortgage rates, which is how we all purchase homes it absolutely makes sense that the prices will cool down but of course now the question comes in what about inflation what's happening there well i do have a bit of a report that i was able to scour on the nets for all of us and as you can see that the central banks around the world are looking and making decisions in the upcoming weeks of what they will be doing us is not one of those but we do see some european countries we do see some asian countries and then of course we have some central latin america of what's happening there so the inflation of course has been going up and the wages are kind of keeping up but depends on where you're looking at it for some individuals yes the wages are going up for others not so much interesting piece about wages it's not keeping pace with inflation and some of the wage growth that we're seeing all a lot of it had to do with the lack of employees so the businesses were forced to give up more money try to hire more people but as things kind of start to slow down we could potentially see that those are going to level off and some may actually start experiencing some layoffs in the upcoming future and why am i saying that well some of it might have hired a bit more folks because things are heating up you're trying to do some stuff we've seen that a lot of things have been ordered and sitting in stock but of course things are not being purchased right now so the economy is slowing down the inflation is going up and one of the pieces that is very concerning for the fed is that when our income when our wages go up that means that inflation is going to sustain so they will do whatever they can sadly to prevent that because it's one thing where you can buy something on a whim here and there when you get some sort of bonus but if your paycheck increases by 10 20 30 40 50 percent of course you can then purchase 10 20 30 40 50 percent more of goodies and that is one of the pieces that we can see that is slowing down the interesting piece is that we've already noticing some of the slowing down piece and there are some arguments to talk about potentially inflation coming to peak and as you can see see uh, over here we are having some areas well not over here quite yet so Mexico central bank is back to apply steady pressure to quell inflation and there are many other areas that are trying to do the same thing I will show you so here it is we're seeing in some of the areas around the world that inflation is actually starting to peak it's starting to turn for example Mexico for example, Brazil is starting to slow down. Chile, not so much. And of course, Turkey, not so much. U.S., not quite yet. And uh, here are some of the hawkish um, areas that you can see a lot of part of the Eastern Europe um, is sort of trying to increase the, the base rates. Of course, exception is Turkey. If you are looking at it, they actually have been decreasing and saying, forget the inflation. We're just going to keep decreasing and making money easier. 
In the U.S., we can see the CPLI is going up and the core CPLI, of course, is going up as well. The CPLI is, of course, manipulated area and it's not necessarily measuring and following what's been done in the 80s. And you likely already know that there's plenty of videos that talk about it. Now, let's really focus on real estate and kind of what do you can you expect? What can we see? Is it going up? Is it going down? Is it good to own? Not so good to own. Um, of course, we all have a have to have a place to live. The long gone are the crazy appreciations, at least for right now. And of course, with the 10 year yield going on up, uh, we are also expecting that in about a month plus minus, we're going to see an increase in interest rates. And there's expectation there's going to be multiple ones in 2022. Some are saying two, some are saying five. So anywhere between two and five, we can expect to see it. Now, they're not going to hike it up a percent. They might increase it 25 basis points, which is 0.25%. So we can see some of that changing. I believe the yield might be going up. So we could see where the mortgage rate rates are going to be in the high threes to maybe even low fives in 2022. Of course, only time will tell if that is going to be accurate or not. That is going to bring the prices down and potentially sort of cool down the craze that we've seen. Now, one piece that is not necessarily cooling down is the benefits that you get by owning real estate. There's a lot of tax benefits, tax write-offs when you own real estate, and that's why a lot of wealthy individuals actually do it. The other part is that if you have income producing real estate, now you're actually collecting money from the rents, hopefully more than what it actually costs you to carry on that property. And you're able to not just keep up, but benefit from it. This is considered passive income and it's taxed at a very different rate, much, much lower than the ordinary income, which is the income that we go and trade our time for some sort of money. That's another reason why so many wealthy individuals enjoy investing in real estate and in income producing real estate. So you have an asset that is steadily growing over time, appreciating over time, and uh, hopefully keeping pace with inflation or beating it. Then you have the depreciation and tax deductions that you get. It's kind of like a phantom cash flow that you get. And then you have passive income that hopefully if you do the math correctly, you get amount of money that comes in, you pay all of the, the expenses within the property and still have some extra money to go through. And that's sort of the basic formula of getting into the real estate and benefiting from it. Now, one of the interesting pieces that I think is happening and we're going to see happen is that we are seeing that the larger companies and larger investment firms are starting to invest in real estate now they are buying uh, quite a bit of uh, cash uh, producing properties income producing properties and they're turning it on to the market they're sometimes even buying multiple properties on the block so that they can go in fix up all of those properties, raise the value, raise the rental price, and then of course, rent it out to folks. There's an interesting strategy that exists and we've seen large and small investors do that. And of course, their goal is again, to get as many properties as possible to get this passive income because as inflation goes up, the debts, if you get it at a fixed rate, stays pretty much steady. Of course, the taxes and some of the other expenses that you have with the property might shift. However, the overall base of borrowing of the money stays pretty much flat unless you refinance. 
and hopefully the income goes up. So you'll have something that is very flat, meaning the expense and income going up. And that is a beautiful part of the math to get into if you ever can, which is why we're seeing some of these investors going out there and purchasing as many of these properties as they possibly can. Of course, with prices going up, now you have the mortgage rates going up. Individuals who are trying to get into it are a bit more challenged these days. It's making it much harder to actually get into the property. Now, we might see some programs coming in, and one of the interesting pieces that many folks are talking about is Fed going to actually crash the economy, and they just might. Of course, we've been seeing very volatile stock market, which is what I've been expecting. So volatility has gone up. Uh, we've seen some of the stocks actually go down 26, 30% in one day. Hello, Meta, or Facebook, should I say? I don't know. Call it whatever you want. It's the same thing to me. We're seeing those prices go down. We're seeing volatility go up. And it's been a very interesting thing for those who are trading and good at it. For the long-term buy and hold, uh, we've been starting to get into bearish territory. We've seen it with crypto. We've seen it with the stonks. And of course, the bonds are actually starting to go up. So an interesting piece is happening for sure. And for me personally, while I enjoy all of those things, and I think that they're kind of fun, for investing purposes, I like something boring, steady, that is producing income if I ever can. So I appreciate you watching. And if you're interested in learning more about why investing in something boring might be actually good for your emotional state as well as your wallet, potentially, please join me on this channel. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, put in questions, put in your thoughts and opinions. I do listen and I do pay attention to those. And one of the pieces that is coming in the few short days is the real estate on the cheap mini course. In this particular course, I will take you through how you can go into real estate investing, how you can get a property for pennies on the dollar. It's very simple, it's very easy, and I think it's very fun and a great way to get into real estate if that's something you want to do. Now, it's not for everybody, and it's not as uh, liquid. One of the things to understand about real estate is that it's not as liquid as the stonks or the crypto, where you buy now and five minutes later you sell, unless you're in Robinhood and they hide your sell button. Hmm or Coinbase, and it doesn't work. But nonetheless, it doesn't work exactly that way. With real estate, yes, you can flip properties, but instead of minutes or hours that it might take, or days, it might take weeks or months, sometimes even years. Now, there are some of the solutions that we're gonna be implementing within the Real Estate on the Cheap Challenge to help you out, and yes, crypto comes to the rescue. So if all of that is of interest to you, make sure you subscribe, make Make sure you join my YouTube channel, Money Matters with Nev, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.